everything else. So, and, and it relaxes you. Yeah. You won't smoke before a gig. If it's an hour, maybe before. Yeah. Really? I'm, I'm there now. I'm there to where, yeah, I need it in my system. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, the, before the Netflix special, were you high? Maybe. Really? I'm pretty sure. You are relaxed. No, I'm just saying that, you know, if you watch a couple of shows, me and Keenan, we was fucked. <laughs> really? Before a, a sketch show, live sketch show, oh Saturday Night Live, God. you'd be fucked up. Man, we didn't smoke so many people out. God, I'm going to get killed. No. Oh. <laughs> you would smoke before going on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, you are amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you, I thoroughly I love you. I've never, uh, you know, because you got so much energy. <laughs> I would never dreamed that you were. Well, actually, it I takes her energy to. down a little bit. I have to, yeah. yeah. Shit, I would be a yeah. fucking crazy person jumping in this moment. Leslie Jones has done it. Jesus, my whole career over for you. <laughs> what? Just, I'm going to have to move here. to the mountains and grow weed for real. <laughs> That's going to be my career. You going to start a weed line or anything? I would like to make my own vape. I know I have I've put a vape together. You do vape? Shatter sometimes. Aren't you afraid of it? Like would they talk about it? No, that's lungs some up? other shit. That's that's the the, the cigarette shit. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, that's that cigarette. But if I'm talking about shatter, this is like pure THC. I see. It's different than the shit they talk. So you about. will vape? Uh, yeah, I made a vape. I I put, took pieces from other vapes and made a vape. Wow. So I was like, I said I should just like make one. So you're like your father, a genius. He's he, he had that ability. Exactly. And maybe you start a weed business. Everyone's a doing business. it. I'm telling you, that's what I'm doing. I'm retiring, moving to the mountains, and I'm going to grow. <laughs> She's going to have to make a vape right? ever, ever. Wow. Would Lauren be upset if he knew you were smoking? Uh, Are you? Before. Is that a joke? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. Would uh, he? He knows everything. Literally, we would get so in trouble because of the smoke in the building. Oh, so, so he so, knew. Yes. Right. So he can't he, be he upset. Can't, he, if you ever have you ever been to an SNL show? Uh, yes. I, 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 yeah. Okay, so not recently because you could smell the weed. Oh, really? You literally. Well, smell I know it. in the original. Pete is Pete is right there too. Pete oh, always. Oh, Pete Davidson. Pete have the whole hallway smoked up, but <laughs> but so do me and Keenan. Look at Pete with all these women. He's dating uh, everyone. Ugh. What? You don't that upsets you? I just want to talk about Pete. You don't want to talk about Pete? <laughs> Why? This is another child. Yes. Oh my goodness! You're upset about Pete? No, I'm not upset. I'm just, just, it's just a kid. You know what? What am he's I going to say? He's, he's a kid. He's a kid. All right, he's growing up. That's it. But he's in that age range where he's supposed to. Exactly. He's supposed to be yeah. out fucking. That's, exactly. He's taking your yeah, advice. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. Let's just uh, leave it at let's that. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> all right. Listen, <laughs> Leslie Jones. Howard, you got me in trouble. I, I don't know I don't, about this. What do you I think got you in trouble? What do you got you in trouble? I after this interview. Jesus. Just because you named people who smoke crack from your brother? <laughs> no, I jumped out on anything. you. Don't worry. No, you didn't say anything. I saw so much. <laughs> Jesus. My agent is like, did you not go over what the fuck you supposed to talk about? You did great. Jesus. You're an honest woman. You can't change. I am change. very honest. You can't because change. don't nobody pay my bills but me. Right. I mean, listen, you got plenty of dough now. What, you got a nice house? Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got a nice little place. What's the best thing about having money? Having money. But I mean, oh, yeah, like, like in other words, you don't have that pressure. Yeah, like I always said, I can't wait to know what it feels like not to know what my my light bill is. Are you Are you there? Yeah. Like you, I, you hit that even, number. Like I don't even go into my fucking bank account anymore. It just it's too confusing. 
It's too much going on. And I on. used to know everything in my fucking bank account, what was going out down to the exact fucking thing. So the freedom of having money is not having to know how much money you exactly. have. Exactly. It's the freedom of knowing that you're secure. Is the and house the thing, though, too? The, that, the, the big ticket setting item? Up your, setting up your portfolio, setting up your future, all of that shit. It's nice. It's fucking, that's the nicest thing about having money. You like to travel? Oh, I love it. Where do you go? Everywhere. I, I, I went to London for Christmas. Was it all right? It was great. It was fucking great. I, I did more out there in London than I do in New York. Really? What'd yeah. you do? I walked around. I went to a couple of plays. Yeah? Yeah. And you like it? I fucking loved it. You go yourself or you a bunch of friends? No, I went by myself because that's how I do stuff. You know what I mean? I like doing stuff by myself. You're I a like, confident woman. I like to be able to wake up when the fuck I want to. I like to go see what I want to. Want. I can't do anything on my own. Well, you I'm know, it's hard. It's hard. It's it's not easy. I don't do a lot here in New York, and I should. Because people bother you? Yeah, people know you. You're very you. identifiable. Yes, fuck. Yeah. I hate that. You can't put on a disguise? I put on a hat. I have, I've thought I've had many disguises, and people still walk up to they me. Were, hey, Leslie, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think you're you hiding in it. that fucking hat? <laughs> Bitch, you're six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, wake yeah, up. People you're always get looked at. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, Leslie Jones. Thank you for coming in today. Man, Pleasure to have fun, you on. Even Man, though I had this a thing time. is over. Eh, so what? You said a few things. So you shouldn't uh, have so said. Over. I'm going to go back here and Lenny's going to go, wow, it was great working with you. <laughs> Leslie Jones stand-up special is called Time Machine. Yes. I tell you, that Ted Sarandos, he's signing everybody from Netflix. He's got all the great comics. I like that you're That's on Netflix. That's where you should go for comedy. That's I love you it. Go. Yes, y'all, make my special break Netflix. Let's, and, and, let's get some numbers and for here, these black women. Absolutely. All for right. black women mm -hmm. everywhere. Hear Leslie's comedy on Netflix is a joke radio on Sirius XM Channel 93. Nice. Uh, there's a lot going I on. I want your job. I heard you make a lot of fucking money. Me? Yeah, I heard you like loaded. Pay me for this? I'm having too much fun. Shit. Sit here, talk to you. If you making that money, just do I want to do this. We <laughs> told you, you we're in radio. You got out? That's true. <laughs> Damn it. Where's that Israeli now? Is he listening to this? That motherfucker went back to Israel, and I think that's the only reason I left him alone, Howard. Really? Oh, my you God. You love fucking this guy. I, he was really good in bed. You probably fucked him to death. No, I didn't fuck him to death. Why was he good? What does makes a man good in bed? You gotta explain this okay, to me. I gotta so, learn. So, like, just knowing how this, the woman don't have to, to tell you shit. Yeah, just, it's a rhythm with women. How long like, does it take for you to orgasm? If you got the right rhythm, not long. Really? You know, it's a rhythm. Like you get into a flow and then it's like a certain spot you hitting. You continue to hit that spot and you plap, plap. What? Let me write that down. Flap, 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 flap. Because flap or flap. Like, yeah, you know yeah, right. I know. I you know, kind of know. Into, you know, you just get into I mean, a steady. I would like, I would like to know. Patient enough, and and he was really good. He was very giving. And he, he feels so good. I come to, too fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. you got to learn how to not. Do. I can't. I can't hold back. You got to let the girl do it before you. What you have between your legs is too exciting for well, me. I can't. I, I can't help you, Howard. Plap. Listen to this. Plap, plap. I'm done. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. Oh, I would be so mad at you. Plap, plap. <laughs> Leslie Jones, you are funny. <laughs> I'm crazy. I, you're crazy and you're funny. And you're I'm going to go to the back and everybody's going to be like, wow, bitch. So you just, you <laughs> don't want to be famous no more, huh? <laughs> are you tired okay. of fame? You, you tired of fame now, bitch? Because ah, it's over. Time machine. You got to see it. <laughs> I've seen her live. I've seen, and I'll tell you what. I feel the film really did capture you, your live performance. Because I think so too. I compared it to what I had seen, and it was right. great. And the it blue, the the blue you curtain expected. in the back, it looks and so you look fabulous. Right. It, it, it captured it your physicality. Great. You did I, a great job. I, it just showed that I'm a real comic. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. What do I know? But you, to me, you're a real comic. Right. That's all I'm saying.
Um, and my I'm friend keeping Lenny, it real. My friend Lenny loves you. He thinks you'd like Lenny. Yeah, Lenny, you would love Lenny. That's my writer. Oh yeah, yeah. You use a writer? Yes. And that's very important to say, so comedians can now feel comfortable with using other comedians. Right. Because sometimes people don't want to. You have the insecurity in comedy. You know, oh, did he write it or did I write? You just so you collaborate with it. Because whenever you mix anything, it's gonna to a great thing and a great thing. You're gonna make one great thing. As long as I'm laughing, I'm happy. Exactly. That's it. And it's nothing wrong with giving somebody credit that no, works. No, absolutely. And it makes it better. I, I want to show that so everybody can start helping each other. Lenny, you did a good job too. He did a we'll fucking a, great we'll job. A, a great, a great special. Leslie Jones, great person. I love seeing you here. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having blessing me. us with your presence. <laughs> Leslie Jones, check out Time Machine on Netflix. We'll be back right after these words. Leslie oh, Jones misery. was such a she was great. Oh, Leslie's great. Now she's gone. Now I'm oh, missing her. Oh, and now you're you're alone again. I'm, al- I'm alone again. <laughs> oh, she's fantastic. Are you kidding? She really is fantastic. There is absolutely no filter on that woman. She is amazing. I would say she's one of the best radio guests. Can we put her up there? Absolutely. You bet. Right, Nikki? I want to have her back now. <laughs> Absolutely. She is so raw and honest. It was awesome. Yeah. Obviously, when you're doing the interview, too, Howard, it's awesome. But she was outstanding, hilarious. And I liked her in Ghostbusters. I thought she was funny. Yeah, well, you know, Leslie talked about everything from Saturday Night Live to the movies to working on stand-up to her early childhood, and everything about her is riveting. I I truly loved having her in here. Hi, Jimmy in California. Hey, Howard, how's it going? Hey. Leslie was amazing. Yes. She actually, I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers, and when she came out here to my town, um, I would DJ some of the comedy shows out here, and she would just murder everyone. She'd make fun of everyone. And she did it with such uh, skill. She's yes. amazing. Very um, talented woman. Leslie Jones. I yes. was so happy to meet her. Thank you. Yeah, I went to see her one night. I, yeah, I didn't realize you had seen her live. Yeah. And that's why when I watched the Netflix special, I said, gee, I wonder if they'll capture her energy. And, mm-hmm. they, and they really did. So uh, I'm Well, when you her. said the Game of Thrones guys did it, I was like, well, was there a dragon? <laughs> dragon, and they turned off all the lights. <laughs> But anyway, that was great. That was so much fun. Thank you, Leslie, for uh, brightening up our day. Yes. Um, so now, Robin, again, I'm going to point out something about you and, and the um, influencer you are. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned this uh, idea that women, um, you know, you were very honest. Here we go again. Will you stop mentioning it? So <laughs> well, what am I supposed to say? I got to explain these songs. You, you said that women uh, like you will rub their vaginas and smell them. So, like me. Well, I mean, women, enlightened women like you, who oh, r- you. have to make sure they're fresh, and I appreciate that. Um, and now uh, all of your songs are about you smelling yourself. So uh, here we go. Uh, to introduce the news, here's a new Robin song. She smells a pussy. Make sure it's clean. Yeah. yeah. It's bottle Robins. Pre-sex routine. Oh, Oh, she's a cunt sniffer. Taking a whiff of her pussy. She smells a pussy. I ain't saying she a cunt sniffer, but she smells a twat with both fingers. Now I ain't saying she a cunt sniffer, but she smells a twat with both fingers. Smell your slack, girl, go smell your slack. Smell your slack, girl, go smell your slack. Smell your slack, girl, go smell your slack. Smell your slack, girl, go smell. Get down, Robin. That was sent in by Kanye Breast. Kanye Breast. 
<laughs> you know, Kanye has taken up religion. I'm sure he'd object. Object? Something beautiful? Song. No, stop it. Being used in that way. I'm sorry, Kanye. Hey, look who's on the phone. MC Search. Who's that? I don't know. MC Search <laughs> is on the phone. Sounds important. Hey, Happy New Year. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I am important. I'm incredibly important. Yes. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to say... Um, one of the th- first of all, the amazing interview, but one of the things Leslie did all the time when she was with SNL is they would send her to the Olympics all the time. And I didn't know if maybe behind the scenes she talked about if she was going to be doing that again in Sochi. Because uh, no, I, I didn't bring that up. NBC was sending her. That's right. To all those uh, Olympics and she would do Olympic coverage and she did great. Yep. Yeah, she was amazing. But I think a couple of times she actually mentioned that they were too cheap to send her. So she was like, fuck it, I'm going to go myself. <laughs> and those were these really funny ones yeah. where she was like, you know, she would like put up all these posts where she would like hang with the javelin throwers and like hang with the discus throwers and try yeah. to like boost shit from Olympic. Well, yeah, we hit Olympic a lot of village. topics. We didn't hit Can't that one. But thank you, MC Surge. Was she hinting that she might be getting a late night deal? I don't know. When did you when did you think that happened? Uh, we were talking. I talked to her about late night television, and she is was, that off the air. No, that was on the air. Oh, but yeah. I I think she was kind of. I hope so. She'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hinting. And we at. need a woman in late night, at least. Uh, well, there are a few women, but on, on the network. Oh my god! What is that, Craig? Craig, um, all these assholes always call in here and saying they're almost pulled over and laugh their balls off. And I spit coffee all over my windshield when I heard that opening to that Kanye Breast song. Kanye Breast is a huge star up and coming. And uh, yes, the Robin song was very That weird. made you spit your coffee? Robin. <laughs> all that work we do, and that made you spit your coffee. You have to be the most honored woman in the planet with that. Well, so, she is. She is. She acts you. like she's above it, but she's not. She loves the attention. All right. Thank you, Craig. Love you. Speaking for love youth, speaking for you, Robin. Robin, what is in the news? Come on. Everybody looks forward to you kind of explaining what's happening. Uh, well, first of all, Billy Joel's Long Island home was broken into. Oh, no. Really? Some crooks. Was he there? Got into his house. A burglar took uh, a burglary took place sometimes between Saturday and Monday. So it doesn't oh. sound like anybody was there if they didn't know when it actually happened. That's when you know you're rich. Your house gets robbed. You're not sure when. <laughs> you don't even know yeah. it. Um, That's I terrible. guess they say 12 motorcycles and a home office on the property were vandalized. You know, Billy loves his motorcycles. Yes, he does. The uh, extent of the damage is still unclear. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, they say going to sting Billy badly because he absolutely loves his motorcycle. So, so what did, what did they take? That. They, 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 they vandalized. It they doesn't vandalized. even seem like they took anything. What they the just uh, messed up some motorcycles in his office. So, you know, it's probably a bunch of whoever's who were just like, let's go trash Billy's home or something. I don't know why somebody would have that impetus. Yeah, that's weird. But that's what happened. Sounds like some douchebags. Yeah. I should have said some douchebags.
douche. <laughs> Bears. Burglarize Billy's home. Right. Yeah, you, you said it the wrong way. <laughs> uh, Julianne Huff. You know, everybody's getting into uh, my deal, which was always going to see what alternative stuff is out there and trying it out. Now everybody's doing it. You know, I even see that on uh, some streaming You were an innovator. They you, have Goop Labs. The, I remember um, you would travel to countries and have uh, strangers rub rocks on your belly. Yeah. And you would but ayahuasca. I would try the alternative therapies here. I got into that freezing thing. And I remember you used to get coffee shot into your asshole. <laughs> all of this stuff. You were way ahead of the curve on all of it. <laughs> What's happened? Well, Julianne Huff, who is helping Oprah with her, her movement during her... Her tour. And Oprah should really contact you if she wants to get into this stuff. <laughs> she apparently had some kind of an energy healing. Oh, I saw this. And uh, they said it looked like she was having an exorcism. She's a real weirdo, but she's hot. So that makes Yeah, it... I thought she was very religious. And then she married this guy, and then she said she's bisexual. And then she, you know, they are always up to things on Instagram and so forth. And now she tried this alternative therapy. I saw the video. It was like one a... five. Oh, oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, she's like moaning like she's possessed. And there's a there's always a huge dissipation of energy and a feeling of... Let me describe this. The there's video, a doctor. Doctor standing there, and she's laying on her belly on a table. And all of a sudden, he's talking. He's not even touching her. And she starts rolling around like, like kind of like a fish. She almost looked like a spider. Her arms started to crook into weird positions. Yeah, I don't even know what prompted it. <laughs> and then she started going, uh, well, you're here. Relief, release, freedom. <laughs> Expression of emotion may happen when the system moves. When energy that was stored or bound up in the muscles begins to dissipate. Oh. Most people wouldn't, in this, especially in Davos, in this environment, wouldn't make that sound. Man. Yeah. I, but so he didn't even touch her. That apparently is what the uh, Dancing with the Stars star is up to now. She's Dancers are weird. Different thing. Dancers oh. are like really into their bodies and. Well, they have to be. Very, That's their instrument. They're very free with them, you know? I've been around a couple of them. And, uh,. They're very sexual, too. I mean, not toward me. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't translate. No. Toward you. Oh, look, it's Patty. Hey, Patty, just want you to know you were a real hit on the show yesterday. We got tons of positive email about you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. People... I'm having trouble with anxiety withdrawing. Yeah. Huh? Can you help me with that? She's having anxiety while she's drawing. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, I don't have a lot of time because we got to get through the rest of the news, but maybe if you call me on our next show, I can spend some time on this. Okay. What's All the right, anxiety? You. Like you're uptight because you can't draw? Yeah. Is it the empty page? No, it's just that I keep, I want to learn so bad that I get anxiety over it. I'm afraid I won't be able to do it. Yeah, well, I'm like that too, but you just keep plugging away and you okay. got to get some lessons. Okay. I'm trying to learn from a correspondence course. Oh, that doesn't work, does it, Howard? No, not really. Just go to a class, like with other students. That would be good for I you. I tried going to community college and I, I, 
Uh, they, I don't like the way they teach you how to draw. Well, they want you to they want you to draw and don't look at the don't look at your hand. Just draw the figure, the, the model. And I mean, I can't learn like that. Hmm. All right, I, I, let me think about this and call in when I get back. All right, and I'll think up some shit to tell you. Okay, thank Do you. Do you look at your hands when you're drawing? Yeah. Do I look no, at my, I mean you, Uh No, I don't know what they mean, look at your hand. Yeah, like while you're drawing, do you keep your head down looking at your hand? No, I look at the, my reference material and I, and I, I get, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're teaching her. <laughs> I'll have to figure it. I mean, this is going to take time for me to figure it out. Okay, this okay. isn't just something you can solve right now. Yeah, for those of you who didn't hear, Patty's very depressed. What are you on again? Uh a pupupion and uh, a lonzapine. Yeah, pupion and a <laughs> And I tried to set her up with a, a depressed guy in our audience, a guy named Harry. <laughs> he had anxiety, too. Did he get in touch with you? No. Well, maybe he was too depressed after that phone call. You know, <laughs> that was a lot of expending of energy for him. Hey, Harry, why didn't you call uh, Patty yesterday? Harry? Hey. Hey. Uh, you, you there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. What what'd you ask me? I said Patty's on the phone if you want to talk to her. Oh. Hey. Hello. You get anxiety? Yeah. Yeah, I get it too. I get mine from eating. Uh, how do you get anxiety from eating? Well, I'll show you. I'm about to eat a bagel. Hang on. I told you these two are perfect for each other. All right. I can, I, I, but I, they I, should talk I, after the show. Okay. I'm putting the bagel up to my lips. Ooh. 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 See? He's got anxiety. That's scary. All right. Listen, you two. I, can, I don't have time for this right now, but uh, Patty, I'll get back to you when we do our next show. Okay. Thank you. All right. Later. That's going to take more than a one-minute explanation. Yeah. All right. I need to do some work with her. Uh, you need to do some research first. Yeah, I, I need to do some crowd work with her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what else is in the news, Robin? Brad Pitt is trying to charm us all. Yeah, he's like on a charm tour. Yeah, you know, he was he disappeared. Right. For all those years he was married to Angelina Jolie, you hardly ever heard of him unless he was doing a movie. And then you barely heard of him. And now we can't get rid of him. He's winning awards. He's being funny. Oh, he's got, he has writers doing speeches for him when he goes to these award shows. We think he's getting writers. Well, it seems that he's no. getting writers. The material's a, a quality. Yeah. So anyway, now, of course, is the big uh, roll up to the Academy Awards. Yeah. And one of the most fun things about the Academy Awards is all the events that happen beforehand. Right. So there's this class picture every year, apparently, where they have this luncheon and all of the people who are nominated that year, you know, get into this group photo. Yeah, we don't have that in radio. No. No uh, group photo. But, you know, it's a moment when you're meeting all of these people who are famous that you might never have run into before and you get to talk to them and hang out with them. Mm. And they had a table full of name tags at the front 
so that everybody, if they chose to, could have their name and, you know, you wouldn't have to introduce yourself to anybody. And no one took a name tag because no one wants to be, you know, to admit that somebody might not know who they are. Right. So nobody takes a name tag except Brad Pitt. I see. He doesn't have to be charming. I mean, when you look like Brad Pitt, the advantage is you don't even have to be charming. You are charming. Yeah, but now I'm talking about it. Yeah. Because he was the only one who read a name tag or wore a name tag. Brad Pitt's like a super hot Rodney Dangerfield now. He's doing jokes. <laughs> He's like, it's just confusing everybody. All of a sudden, he just got a personality. Personality hey, plus. Hey, Andre from Canada, what up? How you doing, Howard? Hey, Good. now. Hey, now. I uh, loved the interview with Leslie. Outstanding. Um, wasn't really a big fan of hers, like, and just that didn't, you know, watch her stuff with Sierra and certain, certain things. But now all I'm thinking is, God damn, I got to get home and watch this Netflix special and see what she's all about. Well, look, that's good because uh, she is a very talented woman. And if uh, more people should know her and follow more, her. That's right. I'm glad you uh, got turned on to her. And the interview, like, how do you drag all that info out of people? Is it that is it just organic or like you have a roadmap you're using when you're going to talk to all these celebrities? I feed them crack before the interview. Uh, loosen them right up. They just open up. That's the secret. People go, how do you loosen up the people you interview? I give them crack. All right, Andre. Thank you. Stolen my secret. Back I'm to Robin. Taking off my bra. I know you are. Full I... natural breasts. Well, since we've been talking about the Super Bowl, and I suppose we have some bets on which songs will be where. Yes. I uh, you looked bet. up the worst Super Bowl performances and the best Super Bowl performances. You talking? See what you think. All right. All right. For the best Super Bowl performance. Can I just say, I don't think I've ever seen a great Super Bowl performance because the very nature of a Super Bowl performance is absurd. It's never well-miked. It's never visually uh, possible to capture all the excitement. Also, the sound seems to lack in these stadiums. And it's a rush job. It's like an artist trying to show you all their talent in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, a very it's difficult Yeah, it's a pretty thing. rushed show. Right. I'm surprised they pull anything off every year. That's right. That's right. But there have been some highlights and lowlights. Okay, go ahead. So they're saying number five is the Janet Jackson Super Bowl performance. Uh, number five in terms of the best or worst? The best. I don't even remember it. It was the one where she revealed her breast. I think you missed it. I missed it. I was watching something else. Oh, I know what I was watching. I was watching the lingerie ball. Oh, that's where I, right. Where I thought I'd see Tay. <laughs> Instead, I should have stayed with the Super Bowl. That's funny. I was just looking to see Titty, and ironically, <laughs> I missed Titty. Titties. So uh, they're saying Janet Jackson was one of the best. Right. Even though it caused people all kinds of trouble. She was uh, accompanied by P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and, of course, Justin Timberlake, who helped mm -hmm. with the unveiling. 2013, Beyonce, they're saying, was the fourth best. Mm -hmm. Number three was Michael Jackson. All right. Number... Wait a minute. Number two. Maybe I only have four. Oh, my God. That's a disaster. Okay. So the, that was four, three, two, and then one. So Michael Jackson was number two. Number two. Number one. Number one. The Stones. 
Prince. See, I'm a huge Prince fan, and I didn't even think that was that great because, again, it's not his fault. It just was a wacky, it's a wacky format. But, but all right. they talked about the fact that, you know, yeah, he went through a bunch of hits, but when he did Purple Rain, this whole football audience stood up and started swaying. It, you know what? If I had to do the Super Bowl and I was a musical artist, I'd do one song all the way through. Prince should have just done Purple Rain and gone home. That he kept, you know, he somehow corralled that whole audience and got them swaying to his song. Now, I'll do the the worst in the opposite order so that you find out what was considered the absolute worst last. So, uh, first we have the black eyed peas. They're saying the black 2011. They were terrible. According to all of the critics. And they say they don't know. They didn't even think they should have been, uh, uh, a Super Bowl halftime entertainment group in really? the first place and that they haven't been heard of since. Oh, that's kind of hard. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're pretty talented. Those black eyed peas. They haven't done anything in a long well, while, Howard. A lot of bands and haven't. somebody is sort of indicating that the Super Bowl was when they jumped the shark. Wow. I don't even remember it. So. Well, that means it didn't impress you at all. Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, and Tony Braxton was in 2000. They say that was the next worst one. Hmm. And finally, everybody seems to concur that the absolute worst Super Bowl halftime performance ever was Gloria Estefan... Oh, you're going to crush that woman. Gloria Estefan. Yeah, <laughs> along with a bunch of ice skaters. You would think that'd be a colossal at the Super Bowl. <laughs> ice skaters and Gloria Estefan. <laughs> Estefan. Gloria so, Estefan. So, yeah, that's how they ranked their <laughs> so, performances. I want to meet the guy who ranked them. I bet he lives in a basement in his parents' house. <laughs> that's what I think. Uh, also in the news, there's this... Uh, Former Belgian king, who's 85 years old now, and he had a, a baby with a woman he wasn't married to. And for almost 50 years, he's been denying, been denying that this woman is his child. Yeah. And they finally forced him into getting a paternity test. And he is indeed this woman's father. What should we do? Well, she can't be royal because she's a bastard. Oh, Robin, I dare you. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it is. He uh, stepped down, I guess, as king, and his son is now king. So I her see. brother is king, but she probably will be never recognized uh, by the family. I don't know if they'll have to. I'd be pissed. Share any money with her. I'd be like, you got to fucking be kidding. My father's the king and I don't get money and I don't, I don't, you don't get, get a title. I don't get anything. You don't get, I don't know if you're obligated to pay. I'd be very upset. But very apparently upset. he used to be in the girl's life until he was, you know, crowned as king of the country of Belgium. You know, I had this problem, John Snow on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Remember? That's right. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. And, uh, once he, you know, was um, declared king. 
he severed all ties with the woman that had had mm-hmm. this child and never had her in his life again. So I don't know. I mean, she's always wanted just to be recognized as his daughter. Is she hot? I have no pictures of mm-hmm. her. Could she do cameos at least? Like uh, go on there and charge like a hundred dollars an announcement? Well, maybe you could right. make something. Sure. You want a princess to do cameos? Your cameo? Want sure. To, want to want me to record your phone message? Hi, I'm the bastard princess. <laughs> uh, George from North Carolina. Can it be George? Yes. Hey, Howard. How you doing? Hey now. I, uh, I I I always I never wanted to ask that fucking question because I know you hate it. Anyway, uh, what I'm looking for is something on the app where we can see Robin's face when you play those videos, but when you play those songs, because you're onto I something. I love laughing. looking into Robin's eyes. <laughs> yeah, everybody looks at me when they're playing. Some people, it's either laughing. one or the other. People either look away from Robin or look at her while it's playing. <laughs> it does make it funnier. Is she, is she laughing? Does she at least laugh when it's happening? And only she if she it thinks it's she really doesn't. funny. Right, I'm Robin? I'm a tough critic. Oh, okay. I'm a, a tough, tough critic. But I've seen her chuckling at a few of them. <laughs> and you know I what else her move is? You know what your move up. is during the Robin songs? What? You always look at your news. You're well, always shuffling. I am shuffling getting ready. Yeah. I know. It's, just, it's, your, it's your go-to. But I'm listening. I hear you. <laughs> I watch you, though. I see you shuffling papers in there. She's always busy during her song. <laughs> it is pretty good, Robin. This guy's onto something. <laughs> well, you guys have to work on putting that, uh, putting something together. Yep, I'll work on that. Robin, what else is in the news, please? There's a new book. You know, the president is creating a boom in the uh, book industry. I, everyone has a book. I mean, now this guy. There's uh, a book released every week. That's true. That is true. So I guess the publishing industry doesn't want him to go away. You think Trump reads these books? Because every book is about like, hey, I worked with the guy and he's kind of fucked up and stuff. I mean, it's got to upset him, right? Yeah, I'm sure he knows about it. He probably has someone else read it and write him a report about it or give him an oral report about what people are saying. Because he does immediately change the way he... um, response to people he had been rather nice about john bolton until the transcript of his book was sent to the white house and then he started criticizing him in his tweets so you know somebody's giving him certain information meanwhile he's got to watch what he says about bolton because if bolton testifies bolton could uh, really fuck him up well they're now saying that uh mitch mcconnell said yesterday he doesn't have the votes yet to block Calling more witnesses. Yeah, I mean, as a result of the Bolton trans transcript, it it would be kind of bogus to have a trial in the Senate where the senators have taken an oath to be impartial and then say, "Let's not have any witnesses." It would well, be well. Don't call it a trial if you're not going to have. That's witnesses. what I mean, right? You got it. You know, most of those dudes are lawyers. They know what a trial is. Yeah, so and it would that's be strange. what people would expect. But anyway, this new book details his affairs and how these fixers uh, work to cover them all up. And it particularly focuses on an affair he had with a Playboy model. 
Bolton's book does? No, a new book. I said oh. there's one every week. Oh. Bolton's is not even published so yet. Bolton's is old at this point. <laughs> it better hurry up and get it out. <laughs> but this new book, yeah, talks about the handlers and fixers who keep all the women quiet and and how they uh, make that happen. I would like to see Donald. Uh, the, only, the only thing I would ask him is, go, how'd you fuck up all these affairs? I mean, it's so much nonsense with these affairs. Just... There's no such thing as fucking and then like, I don't know. I like, I don't have a fixer for anything. No. Nothing in my life needs fixing. But Donald needs fixers. Is he having affairs now? I mean, how is he having sex? Is Melania putting out or what's going on? I don't know. They say that this one affair with the playmate, uh, lasted roughly 10 months and started just a year after he married Melania. She's got to be pissed at him, right? I mean, what's going on over there? Well, she says that she doesn't have time to be concerned. She's so busy as first lady. It's like she doesn't have time to deal with affairs and whatever else people are writing about her husband. I don't have time for that. Now. I'm trying to find someone to fix my TV. I might <laughs> fix my life. <laughs> you don't even have a fixer for your TV. No. But he uh, must be going nuts in the White House if he's under scrutiny and he can't fuck. Could he be fucking banana peels and, and down to <laughs> Maybe that? Maybe that's where all Jeez. these crazy stories are coming from about dipping your balls in soy sauce. I know. And wrapping a banana. I got to get it. Donald on the show again and just say, Donald, forget all the politics. Forget about whether people like you or not. What are you doing about fucking? You were having a party. And now you're in the White House. You're under too much scrutiny. Who can you fuck? Maybe maybe he's got an advisor he can fuck. Well, you know, you, you probably could learn a few things from this book. Uh, McDougal says that uh, Donald once allegedly said to her, I so want to make you pregnant. Hmm. That's why I say to Fred. <laughs> and at one point, they did have a little pregnancy scare. Ultimately, the affair ended. But, uh, yeah, the president laid out lines like that. So I'm sure some of his pickup lines and. I can't believe Donald uh, would fuck without a rubber, all these women. Because he's very, very worried about germs. And But you even said, you know, that stuff flies out the window. It does. Sometimes when you're it can, talking yeah. about sex. You get all worked up. <laughs> Even your personal health goes out the window. But the president can't feel good if every time he has a little something with a woman, he's either paying her off or getting a fixer involved. It's like pussy makes him go insane. Well, I think this is all about not destroying his marriage, number one, you know, so that they can have some kind of a an appearance of... uh working marriage and then the other thing is when he ran for president then he really needed cover but if melania is pissed at donald for all these affairs and she you know i know women be pissed well i know a lot of women who have been in relationships and found out guys are cheating and even if they stay with the guy because of the kids they don't fuck anymore it's like right that's what i'm saying why would she be pissed well that all this is coming out she's known about it no uh, under those circumstances i'm saying she's pissed because now who does she fuck it's over johnny who can she fuck i don't think she wants to fuck anyone you're saying that's you projecting (laughs) well you project project. i'm telling you she probably like what is she doing like she probably has a vibrator she's pouring it all into little baron well listen 
There's only so much of that you can do. Woman has needs. And she's a very good-looking woman. I've sat as close to her as I sit to Fred. Does she look happy? Uh... She just looks a little shocked. <laughs> I think she's shocked he became president. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot going on. Well, she there. always looks shocked. Well, very nice woman. You've spoken to her to, to Melania, of course I have. What did you talk about? I don't remember. That's right. You yeah. don't talk to Melania. Well, I would. T- I tried. <laughs> But uh, she was always very lovely to me. And no, she's nice, but, you know, she's not a conversationalist. Well, you don't know that. I do. It's I've very... been in her. I sat, Donald mm. sat next to me, and she was on the other side of him at your wedding. Oh. And I still would not recognize her voice. She never said a word <laughs> during that entire evening. Well, Donald does talk a lot. You don't get a word <laughs> in. Melania, Robin says you don't talk a lot. Hello. Yes. No, I don't talk too much uh, because Donald likes to do the talking. Also, Robin is so intimidating. Oh. She knows all the news and I don't know nothing. All right. Well, Robin does know the news. I'll give her that. That's right. And I just and she knows say... and she doesn't only just know the news. She knows about helicopters. <laughs> She's so smart. Yes. All I know is be based. What? Be best. <laughs> That's your slogan, be best. Yes. And I want to clarify, with Donald, I give him a whole pass. So he can fuck any foods that he wants. Oh, bananas? Banana peels he likes. Right. I just know you pie. have needs, and I don't, I don't want to pry. I don't know if you and Donald Are you very it. sexual, would you say? What I do is, instead of having sex, when I feel an urge, I just sit very still and don't say anything until it passes. <laughs> well, Robin, you Sometimes once described several days. Uh, well, Robin, once you de- you sit for several days. Yeah, she's just waiting for it to pass. <laughs> Robin, you That's once right. said you could sit on your foot and and or give yourself an orgasm. Maybe Melania should sit on her foot. Maybe you should try that. Have you ever sat on your foot? No, but that's I will. I'm writing this down. Sit on your foot now, and let's see if something happens. Okay. Right. I'm I'm used to holding it in like a fart. <laughs> How do I put is it on heel? On heel and rock oh. back and forth, Robin says. Okay. I'm getting I have to take off my stiletto. Yeah, you don't want to do it with the stiletto. No, Robin on. did it with a stiletto once and she injured her anus. <laughs> oh no, yes, I can't do that. I need yeah. to I need to do appearances. I can't be bleeding out of my vagina. Yeah. Oh, no. Both my foot and vagina fall asleep. <laughs> oh, no. This is a disaster. All right, Robin, what else is in the news? Oh, dear. Melania's having a hard time. Do you think that all the other uh, men who have been caught in, like, a Me Too scandal are excited that uh, Harvey Weinstein is on trial so that all the focus is on him? I would guess so. Like, the way you, the way you uh, phrase yeah. it, it sounds like that's a, a, a good possibility. I, I think it's good for them because right. you forget all the other guys. So Louis C.K. showed up somewhere the other day. Uh, it was at the uh, Patrice O'Neill benefit at City Center. And they said when he entered the room, it was like God wow. walked in. Well, uh, wow. Okay. They said he got a very warm reception and a prolonged ovation with screaming. From the sold-out crowd. 
Well, there you go. You see, it's a comeback. So maybe it's time for a comeback. There you go. Meanwhile, we were talking about the Iowa caucuses earlier today. And this is what's really obnoxious about the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, I was very upset about Iowa and caucuses. (laughs) You have to literally almost visit everybody in the state. It's, It's crazy. They get real up close and personal with the candidates. Right. Because there's so few of them. So because this trial is going on in the Senate, a lot of the candidates, you know, Bernie Sanders can't be out on the campaign trail right now. Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, they're all in the Senate listening to testimony. Right. And asking questions of the uh, lawyers for the president. So they have to figure out some way of trying to reach out to the people. So Amy Klobuchar has sent uh, her Minnesota recipe. For what? For some kind of a casserole, she does. And they're sending that to Iowa parties because they have these parties. Mm. And usually she would show up. Bernie but Sanders uh, there. Bernie Sanders did a guy's laundry the other day. <laughs> it's really crazy. Right. Uh you'll never see these people again once they're elected, but while they're running for that nomination, they're almost available to everyone. Yeah, I um I slept over Elizabeth Warren's house yeah? trying to get my did vote. Did she treat the... you well? Oh yeah. <laughs> Also in the Bur- news. You can sleep over Bernie's house, too, if you're from Iowa. <laughs> really? That's right. Be a sleepover. <laughs> Bring your sleeping bag. Because, I mean, you'd have to go to Washington now to see them because that's where they all are. It's like running for, like, high school president. Yeah. Yeah. There's an evangelical pastor. You know, earlier in the week I told you that uh, President Trump's uh, uh, religious advisor was saying that there were satanic babies in people's wombs. That's right. And she was... Praying for them to be miscarried. What a lovely advisor. (laughs) Well, there's another evangelical preacher who uh, defends Donald Trump and is very much in favor of the border wall. And he went so far as to say that even in heaven, there will be a wall. Here's Pastor Robert Jeffries, 116. Wow. You know, the Bible teaches that the primary responsibility of government is to maintain order and keep its citizens safe. And there's nothing wrong with using a wall to do that. I remind people that God used a wall. He told Nehemiah to build a wall around Jerusalem to keep citizens safe. The Bible says even heaven itself is going to have a wall around it. Not everybody's going to be allowed in. So if laws are immoral, then God is immoral. There's nothing immoral about a wall. But what is immoral is for Democrats for political reasons to block this president from fulfilling his God-given responsibility to keep our country safe. I think he thinks if he talks fast, he'll make sense. You know, uh, the wall in heaven, uh, you know, uh, angels, uh, people said to me, can the angels fly over the the wall in heaven? Well, it turns out an angel, angel can't fly, but he can't fly over this wall. This wall is 10 million feet high. And that's how it works. And you know God uh, doesn't allow Mexicans into heaven. That's how he keeps them out. He builds a wall. That's right. 
And there will be a wall around heaven. And, you know, God uh, thinks Hunter Biden shouldn't be on the board of an energy company either while we're at it. And God, Jesus Christ, how's that guy keep that going so fast? I don't know. It's a bunch of bullshit. I guess he practices. That's right. That's right, Robin. I practice my bullshit. And they always sound like they have a big smile on their face, don't they? These uh, evangelical guys. Everything's so great. important that so, I'm saying. I'm filled with God. And God, and and let me say that not only is heaven have, I like he knows heaven has a wall. Yeah. Heaven keeps people out, certain types of people. God hates Amy Klobuchar, for example. <laughs> He's keeping her out when she dies. He hates her casserole uh, recipe. <laughs> Guys who speak for God, because they know. Some hillbilly knows. It's amazing. Now, the impeachment uh, defense is going on. It was going on on Saturday, and then they started it again yesterday. And it seems that, you know, the president's lawyers want to have it always. So here's Trump attorney Pat Cipollone, who says that Trump did nothing wrong. 112. We don't believe that they have come anywhere close to meeting their burden for what they're asking you to do. In fact, we believe that when you hear the facts, and that's what we intend to cover today, the facts, you will find that the president did absolutely nothing wrong. Now here's another one of the president's attorneys, Robert Ray, who criticizes that phone call that the president said was perfect, 113. Now, I know that many of you may come to conclude or may have already concluded that the call was less than perfect. And I have said on any number of occasions previously and publicly that it would have been better in attempting to spur action by a foreign government in coordinating law enforcement efforts with our government to have done so through proper channels. While the president certainly enjoys the power to do otherwise, there is consequence to that action, as we have now witnessed. After all, that is why we are all here. But it is another thing altogether to claim that such conduct is clearly and unmistakably impeachable as an abuse of power. There can be no serious question that this president or any president acts lawfully in requesting foreign assistance with investigations. Oh, my God. He goes on on and on and on. on. But the point is, either the president did nothing or he did do something. But we still don't think it's impeachable. But they're arguing they're arguing both points in this uh, the presidential defense. You know, he's got the lawyer saying, yeah, however you want to have it. He did it or he didn't do it. And it's not impeachable. Donald should pull a Harvey Weinstein and get one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom. (laughs) Walk around like that while the while the lawyers are arguing. Maybe that would help. It seems to help. You think Harvey's getting any sympathy at all? No, (laughs) but it helps. Well, the the um, accolades and the grief and the uh, honoring of Kobe Bryant continues. Right. Ellen DeGeneres, we said she cried, but we never played her crying on her show. One, two. I have mentioned before uh, that we take the show in, in advance and uh, we taped yesterday's show last week. Whew. And yesterday was Sunday, and it happened to be my birthday, and the Grammy Awards, I was nominated, I didn't win, not the point. 
Yesterday was supposed to be a celebratory day, and um, then we got tragic news about Kobe Bryant, and everything changed in a second. And mm, that's what I want to talk about. Life is short, and it's fragile. And we don't know how many... Maybe I need to kiss her again to cheer her up. Or maybe I'll go I back on that show. I think it's time for you to go back on the show. Ellen, you need me to make out with you again. <laughs> it's time for you to make out with her. My lips are magic. Shaquille O'Neal finally spoke about oh. Kobe yesterday. One, three. We're not going to be able to joke at his Hall of Fame ceremony. We're not going to be able to say, Hi, I got five, you got four. The fact that we're not going to be able to say, if we would stay together, we could have got 10. Those are the things that you can't get back. And with the loss of my father, my sister, and my thing, that's the only thing I wish I could just say something to him again. Listen, people are going to say, take your time and get better, but it's going to be hard for me. I already don't sleep anyway, so I'll figure it out. Shaq can't sleep anyway? Uh, that's what he's saying. Huh. I don't know if that's been a long time thing or you know since he heard the news about kobe he hasn't been able to sleep right meanwhile you might have to start talking to the mirror again uh -oh. to see you know who's more famous who, who who will get more attention if their death is announced because kobe was honored in congress yesterday one four uh -huh. You don't think they'll honor me in Congress when I, I don't go? know. You'd have to ask the mayor. <laughs> I'm not asking the mayor that. That could be too challenging. <laughs> On behalf of the California delegation, we lift up the names of Kobe Bryant. His you don't think Maxine Waters is going to say this about me when I go? <laughs> no. The daughter, Gianna, and all the victims, all of the victims of this horrible tragedy in prayer and reverence and send our deepest condolences to their loved ones now and forever. I yield back to Congressman Ruta. I ask that all members and guests in the gallery rise for a moment of silence. All right. Yeah, that might be a problem for me, but there's that other ways to beautiful. judge fame. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Magic Johnson was on Jimmy Kimmel. So Jimmy, you know, he started off the week. Jimbo Kimball. Crying and mm -hmm. not having a live audience. And then last night. He had on Magic Johnson, who had not spoken publicly about the death of Kobe Bryant. One fourteen. Kobe would want us all to carry on and be great in our lives. And we should do something positive, whether it's, you know, making sure that we love our family or giving back to an organization in his name, because he was such a great man, great husband, great father. How does that work? How do you get a guy like Magic Johnson? Do you call him up and say, hey, look, I want you to come on and. Talk about Kobe, or does Magic Johnson get in touch with you and say, I want to come on and talk about Kobe? I don't know. Hmm. I need those answers. Jimbo Kimball. Well, that's, put that on the list for the next time we All see right. Jimmy. Jimbo Kimball. And then Stephen Colbert was off Monday. So his first time uh, of talking to an audience about Kobe was last night, one fifteen. Well, I, I never got a chance to meet him. Um, but I, I do feel he didn't cry though, right? Well, you know, he sort of has a personal connection to this kind of a tragedy. He sure does. He lost, uh, his family members to, uh, a plane thing. Yeah. Plane crash. A strange connection in this moment. Um, one that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but I feel a strange connection to 
his family and his friends and those who loved him and those who've gone through this particular tragedy. I lost my father and two of my brothers when I was a boy to a plane crash that was also in heavy fog. And one of the terrible things about that shock is not knowing what happened. Now, the, the strange thing about helicopter flight, helicopters don't have black box recorders. And I hope that while nothing will possibly improve this tragedy, that perhaps someone could take action to make sure that there are some ways to record what is happening in these helicopters so that it doesn't happen as often. Why compound their misery with mystery about what happened to their loved ones? It's better to know than not to know. Because if we know, we could possibly stop this from happening to someone else in the future. No tears, though. No tears, but... Big mistake or not, Robin? Well, I think because he has lived through this kind of a thing, you know, Jimmy's had like a, you know, a pristine life. Right. (laughs) And so has Jimmy Fallon. Right. (laughs) Nothing's ever happened to them. They were shocked and it took them by surprise and they they felt they needed to shed a tear or two. Right. But uh, Stephen Colbert has been hardened by tragedy in his life. Yes, he has. And finally this morning, he uh, Magic Johnson said something about doing something good for somebody else. Well, a five-year-old California girl is putting us all to shame. What did she do? She found out that because of um, some monies that had not been paid, some of the students in her school were not going to get the snack or the free lunch they had been used to. And she was moved to action when she heard that. She started a cocoa stand and sold cookies to pay off the negative lunch balance for 123 students so that everyone she goes to school with will be able to participate in snack time and have a free lunch. This is amazing. One, one. Wow. How old is this kid? Five. Hey, when five-year-olds are better people than we are, Robin. <laughs> you want to help your friends, cuz? So they can eat, too, with me? I made, um, present cookies and snowflake cookies and snowman and a Christmas tree one. Wow. So it's not like she's a sophisticated five-year-old. She's just a feeling five-year-old. That's something. And apparently, I had heard that um, because of the publicity this has gotten, some even uh, larger donations have come in since the story became known. And, so. and, and mentioned that now she's uh, going to be possible host for the Oscars this year. That's what's happening. <laughs> yes.